0: Hey, everybody. Um, My name is Jennifer Gibson. I am a grateful recovering addict and alcoholic, and I'm also an alumni of Bradford Health Services. My sobriety date is August the 8th of 2011, and I am super honored that Mackenzie asked me to come here today and tell you guys about myself. So, my story will disclose in a general way, what I used to be like, what happened, and what I'm like now. So I am from a small town, uh, I think, like most people and most addicts and alcoholics from a small town, we all came by our addiction and our disease honestly um, i I think the biggest thing that stands out to me in in my recovery is that. I struggled a lot with my identity. Um, and now looking back, I can tell you that I never really knew who or what I was or where I fit in. Um, I'm a middle child of an older brother and a younger brother, and I always felt less than. Um, I felt that I got treated differently because, you know, I wasn't the oldest. And then I didn't get away with everything because I wasn't the youngest. So I always, always struggled with trying to be extra. I wanted I wanted to be better than my older brother. I wanted to be smarter and more talented than my younger brother, uh, which Manifested itself in me always having to feel like I was lying and manipulating and whatever it took to get the attention to make people notice me. Um, I think with me, I always tried to excel in everything that I did. Um, I started playing sports when I was real young, probably around four or five. I started playing softball and, you know, I gave that everything I had. I think just with everything in my life, um, you know, my work ethic, everything, I always gave it everything I had, um, including my addiction and my alcoholism. Um, My family growing up was pretty dysfunctional, I would say. Um, We never really we never really meshed. We never really got along. Like I said, I was always trying to be somebody that I wasn't because I wanted people to notice me. Um, My parents, we fought a lot. Um, My parents never really got along growing up. Uh, There was a lot of times, a lot of fights in the beginning. They would try to like, keep it away from us. So the kids wouldn't know what was going on. And eventually that just escalated to where, you know, it was just all out brawls in the house. Sometimes it seemed like, um, When I was eight, my parents split up for a little while, and they decided, you know, when they got back together, much like we think in our addiction, that a geographical change would fix things. So when I was eight, we moved over into a town called Midfield, which I quickly learned um, what it was like to kind of be the minority, but that helped feed me in my addiction and my alcoholism and my struggles with my identity because it helped me learn how to fit in. Um, like it talks about in the big book, I am a chameleon. You can put me anywhere in any kind of situation with any kind of people and I'm going to find a way to fit in. Um, I lived there for a few years and um, you know, my older brother who was four years older than me um I started to look up to him. You know, he had the older friends, and so they were cool, you know. Um, I wanted to be just like him because he had all these friends. So I would start trying to kind of mimic him and what he was doing. That way, his friends would be my friends. Um, we moved back um, from Midfield, which is the town we had moved to. I moved back to Hueytown. And that's kind of where my downward spiral started. Um, I know my first use, my first real use of alcohol um, came in when I was about 13 years old. I was going to a concert with my older brother and his friends and their friends of friends. And so I thought I was super cool, like hanging out with all these big kids and, you know, they're drinking, so I'm drinking and my first real experience with alcohol i got um blackout drunk at 13 years old and um you know of course there were some negative consequences that came from that but now looking back none of that mattered um i decided that i liked the way i felt um i liked i liked the drunk feeling because I could get away with whatever. I could say anything I wanted to, and people were like, oh, you know, she's just drunk. Um, But then people thought I was cool. So that started my occasional use of alcohol. Um, I had my first experience with things like pot and pills also when I was 13 years old. Um, I think one of the other things that's really important that I've learned about myself now is that I am not only am I a drug addict and an alcoholic, uh, I'm also a relationship addict. Um, I like to get in these relationships um, and I'm going to stick it out. It doesn't matter how bad the relationship is, how poorly I'm treated, how poorly I treat the other person. Um, I'm going to get into this relationship and I'm going to stick it out until you just absolutely force me away. And that's a pattern that I can honestly say started when I was probably about 14. Um, I would get into relationships with guys that were older than me who were, um, you know, heavily into drugs and alcohol and treated me poorly. And I would stick it out. Yeah, you know, my first relationship was almost two years, two years of just terrible. I, I mean, I'm sure there was a bunch of cheating and everything else, but I just stuck it out. And I think the thing that made that easiest is that I was numbing my feelings and how I actually felt with drugs and alcohol. Um, I got out of that relationship and then I'd get immediately into another one. By the time I was 16 years old, um, I was a everyday pot user. Um, I didn't have to drink every day, but I had started to use pills every single day. Um, school wasn't a priority. Sports fell by the wayside. I wasn't interested in, you know, playing sports or anything like that anymore. All I wanted to do was, you know, skip school, go home, smoke pot, you know, take some pills and just mellow out. That's That that was my life at 16 years old. Um, I was into another relationship this that relationship lasted probably about four or five years. Again, another very negative relationship. Uh, But I stuck it out. That's what I do. I now know that I am a very, very, very poor codependent. Um, You know, Al-Anon's helped me learn a lot about myself and why I've done the things I've done and why I have the patterns that I have in my relationships. But it goes back and it's it's present in my life as far back as I can remember, almost like my drug addiction and alcoholism. Um, when I was 17 years old, I um, had my first real experience of loss. Um, one of my best friends who had progressed in her disease of addiction um, passed away as a result of this disease. And I numbed it. I numbed everything about it. Um, my pill use increased. Um, by that point I was using cocaine regularly. I was still drinking regularly. Um, I did everything that I could just to not have to feel the pain. Um, and that's something that I continued to do. I continued to numb the pain. Um, I wish that I could say that You know, all the negative consequences that I had in my life um, really affected me and propelled me towards recovery. Um, But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Um, It took a very, very long series of events to actually get me to a point where I was willing uh, to try a different way of life. And I didn't at that point know what it would take to get there.